This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever! First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, diva. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds, you little sloppy little fucks, you little horse slops fucks? Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds, you stupid horse slops. Horse slops? Horse slops. What is that? I don't know. They're sloppy horse, but like, they're you. They're you at CTVC this weekend. I went to like what pigs eat. Not sloppy. <laughs> oh, like, that's give me some more slop, honey. Give me some more slop. Give me some more slop, honey. Slop horse. I'm Big Dipper. And I'm Meatball. And welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Let's introduce our guest. We yeah, heard we from her a already. Celebrity guest, Very we're celebrity. We're gonna skip the catch up and just get into talking shit with the one, the only, the legs, the lips, <laughs> the supermodel of RuPaul's Drag Race, Naomi. Naomi. Oh my god, you forgot brain. It's lips, legs, and brain. Oh, brain. Yes. She's a smart girl now. Yeah, Thank can't you tell? She got a bachelor's degree in wigotry. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank, Thank you so much here. for coming. I, I know that you are so busy, booked and blessed. You know, I don't really do the whole, like, an interview podcast situation because I just don't really, like talking to strangers, but the fact that I know you guys and I have such a good rapport with you, oh. this is, I feel like it's going it to be refreshing. <laughs> I feel like you are very mysterious. Like, not uh, not on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think, like, with just what you said, if if you don't do a lot of interviews, so I feel like it's, it's fun to, like, dive in and get to chat with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that control a little bit like what people know about me but I think it's just kind of smart with this industry and um, not everything has to be online I've learned <laughs> I've learned my lessons for smart. sure <laughs> no 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 baby that has to be online that has to be online because you have to shop like a queen you have to keep it smooth <laughs> <laughs> not keep it smooth um, well that to me makes sense because like I feel like with what you present um like visuals like on your YouTube what you presented on TV it all seems like really specific really thought out not like oh that earring is sparkly so I'll throw it yeah. like there's a reference point and it's all it all makes yeah. sense so everything the, is thought out so the idea that you you're very um thoughtful and what you say and, and how and, you do things yeah and what you put out into the world that that lines up for me it tracks because yeah. i that's exactly <laughs> that tracks, that that tracks, really tracks because, for me because i was just thinking about it the other day and i was like yeah we were just talking about how kimchi doesn't really post anything out of drag mm-hmm. on her instagram and how my instagram is literally just me out like more out of drag <laughs> than i am in it or just like pictures of other people right so like <laughs> how do you feel about being out of drag on your instagram um, I think it's nice to like, I know that I wouldn't be uh, like a healthy, comfortable person if I wasn't taking care of both sides of like my yeah. um, personality. And that's Naomi and Davis. Um, I think it's really important to show both love because I'm not trying to be like sad or depressed when I'm in one. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> And, do you know what I mean? You're like, like there's I, nothing worse than a sad drag. You're like, I'm trying to be a really happy Davis and a really sad Naomi. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like they both have to be on the same level for yeah. like homeostasis. Well, for then sure. how do you find that balance when I don't know? Like, you just got off the work the world tour, mm-hmm. girl. Though the entire world, yeah. Wimbledon, baby. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I want to. We're gonna talk about that in a second. But how do you? Because her music stopped. Did you yeah, hear about music- that? Oh, and didn't you just and freeze? Held yeah. the position for, Wait, what was let's it? talk Wait, about it now. We're okay. in it. So you're at Wimbledon, which is like one of the hugest stages yeah. over in the UK. It's like... There's 8,000 people there. Which is absolutely insane. I know, for and you're Jack. out on the stage. You get out there. You're doing your zhuzh. You've been doing this tour for a long time. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a mistake like that before? No. And so your music, just on the stage in front of 8,000 people, just stops. Yep. And you, what do you do? What are you thinking? In my brain, I'm like, of course it's fucking me. Of course (laughs) it's me. Like, that was my first thought. And then I, like, 
I figured, like, what else am I going to do? Am I going to walk off? St- oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I think my phone just went off. Well, you're oh. a businesswoman. Well, super sorry. So no one cares. Uh, if I walk off, it'll be like, I don't know. People could, it could go either way. Yeah. Like, if I walk off, I feel like I'd be really disappointed in myself. And then if Michelle came on, it would be really embarrassing because she was the host that night. Like, something really, really bad did happen. So I just wanted to make it seem as if, like, nothing happened. So I just, like, stayed still. I didn't <laughs> blink. <laughs> like, my the dancer, um, Philip, he was like, should we walk off? And I was like, absolutely not. No, like, this is my moment. <laughs> you, so you stood there with your arms in the air for two minutes straight? I, yeah, I think, it was like a, I think it was like a minute and 38 seconds. Oh, well, oh, who, I, who better to pose for a minute yeah, and 38 seconds? Like, at least it was you for the Pausing, honey. Yeah. Darling. Did the music um, start over or did it just kick back in? I think that, okay, so they like tried to tell me that they like. <laughs> they always they tried, tried to tell you. <laughs> they tried to tell me. Meanwhile, so. he was like texting and bumped the pause button and didn't realize. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh. Literally. And then, of course, like, my brain just went like into so many things that could happen. Like, is the power out or is, uh, is he not paying attention? Da 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 da. da. But um, they tried to tell me that they put it back on like exactly the spot that it left off on but it was absolutely not yeah, sure. there's video that says otherwise diva <laughs> oh my god diva diva so I just had to do a diva, laugh diva, diva. and get back into it but once it was back in I totally but that's incredible happened. like it it almost when those moments happen I feel like as a performer you revert to like where you feel most powerful mm. and the fact that you could hold a root like when you watch the video there's like waves of cheering uh-huh. right where people are like wait what happened and then they're like oh sickening she's just holding it and they're like work mom and then it like continues going <laughs> mom. And, then, mom. <laughs> and then like you're still holding it and they're like yeah yes! you know what i mean Quarter! like yeah because <laughs> like if it was me like that's happened to me before where like my music is cut out and i looked at them and i said don't even start it again and i just had like the audience like clap a beat and i just went up like Ooh. you sort of like fall into oh, where that. you feel powerful I and the fact that by a big jet no. No. wait do you remember when we were performing a precinct and the stage, the stage collapsed okay i remember the stage fell through and my, and both of us had to perform after. And do you remember my assistant was with me? Yes. And I was just like, okay, I'll go out there and perform. And she was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> not on that broken stage. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, no. Why would I do that? I agree with that. I've, I've, it seems diva-ish, but sometimes it's in like... Well, in a bar, it's like for yourself, slippery and, for and wet. Like, yeah. If we got hurt, then I'm suing. Yeah, precinct. and I've like already broken you know? my hip on a stage. So the last thing I'm going to do is like when I'm traveling and there's like blood on the stage, I'm always like, you better make sure every drop of that is cleaned up before I walk out there. Right. Do you mean Not fake a- blood? I mean, fake blood. I mean, oh yeah, fake blood. Oh yeah, Sorry. you travel with Vander, right? Right, right. I, fake no, blood, I don't. Fake blood. Uh, I, it'll, uh, it'll either be like blood or water or like there's something on the stage and I'm like, pick it up. Yeah. I'm not dealing with it. I don't want to deal with it. I'll make you wait. I think that's so rude when that happens, by the way. Like, that is, like, such a stage etiquette thing to me. Like, if you are going to pull a stunt on stage that's going to fuck it up for the next performer, you have to be responsible for cleaning it up. Yeah, bring exactly. a tarp, bring a couple friends with wet rags, yeah. ask to go last. Yep. Like, do all of those things to be like, I'm going to... Because sometimes they, you know... And I do, I do respect the, like, punk rock element of, like, oh, they're going to tell me no, but I want to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. But do that shit at, like, a DIY... Spe- I, I don't know, like... The, I you can a, be punk rock and professional. Yeah. Correct. You know. I agree. You know. You know. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, it was back to the old one. But remember when Naomi um, <laughs> Naomi Campbell came out and the power went out during that one runway show? Oh, wait. Was that Tyra Banks? Wow. Ooh. I don't know one that of them, story. The power went one out of them? And she, so it must be a Tyra thing. One of the black supermodels. <laughs> no, I think it might be a Naomi thing because she like came out. The music stopped. Like the power went out and then the power came back on and she was just standing in the center of the stage and started dancing and like walked down the runway and it got everybody back into the runway show. Work. And it was like iconic. Yeah. She um I was watching this runway she did and like her shoe just completely fell off like three steps into the runway huh? and she finished the entire thing on just like on point in one shoe on. It's so fierce. And it's like just dragging across, but as if nothing happened. Oh, was it like a strappy? So it was like still attached oh, to her ankle? Baby, it's always strappy. Ah, <laughs> baby, it's always strappy. Baby, it's, it's always strappy. strappy. I love just Shop like, like putting, a queen. putting these size 15 <laughs> shoes in. Wait, what? I love putting these size 15 feet in these teeny, teeny Yeah, I was going to ask because we talked about Sorry. this before, but where do you, like, where you, are you get Screaming your shoes. Girl. I know that we're not the same size and or within the same tax bracket. But 
like to know. Like, where do you find shoes for your feet that are huge? I mean, I'm a huge supporter on Amazon because uh-huh. um, they have like you type in any size shoe and you can pretty much find it. Um, but I really love these like tiny little bitchy shoes that the Kardashians got me into. It's like I like to have like that barely there shoe. Yeah. And um, Steve Madden has some really cute. Because oh, she likes to look like she's not wearing a shoe. But how mm-hmm. do you perform? Like, how do you go hard in like a little shoe that just feels barely there? Like, do you feel like you're like like you're performing on a broken stage at all times? <laughs> it's just a, a tiny speck of something holding you just up. Just a hint of a heel. <laughs> it sounds like crazy, but like I can do so many weird things with my toes. Like I can grab pens. I can like call somebody on the phone, and I like have to have my toes on the stage for me to feel hundred percent grounded. Mm-hmm. So, so you like to just fall off the edge a, just little, a little bit, bit. you know? <laughs> I really do. I've like fully embraced. It. At least I keep them painted. Yeah, you know, they're you painted right now. You saw on your sandals. Yeah. Well, because I always I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, when I'm in a pair of like my beautiful bordello pumps. Oh my god, <laughs> the one shoe you own, the round six toe. I love a round toe. <laughs> I love a shoe that fits. But I was realizing the other day, I was like, I'm about to go on this tour, and I was like, I honestly like more when like my feet are just flat on the ground, or like mm-hmm. in those stripper heels that don't have that big of a. Like a slant, but the front of those bordellos curves up. So sometimes when I'm on stage and I'm like trying to, in my mind, put my toes down, you just fall forward because right. it like rolls you forward. Oh, the, so, yeah, the base of the shoe yeah, has a little. So there's numerous times I was watching like a... videos of myself when I was like trying to stand strong and powerful, and I'm like, oh, I'm clenched and leaning over. Like they're kind of like the sketcher shape ups of heels. They are. <laughs> they got a little roll to them. It's the S. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, I want to talk Can about... Can you get sketchers on Klarna? <laughs> you can get anything you want on Klarna, baby. For easy yes, payments. Yes, live your dreams like, with just for easy payments. I just want that, I want that fucking billboard. Did you see Kim's Kim, billboard I'm on so Sunset? I'm so proud of her. What? Shop like a queen, bitch. Mm-hmm. Full mug on Sunset Boulevard. Says shop like a queen Klarna. When did this company even begin? Um, it's been around in Europe for a really, really, really long and time. This and this is like their very, very popular. Campaign and... to like pivot to the States? Yes. Got it. I, I love that, that they, I mean, I kind of love that they used drag queens. I think yeah. that's brilliant. And it's like, I mean, all we're doing is online shopping constantly. Just like what y'all do. And, but it, like you were saying before, it's for you as Davis and you as Naomi. Like they're right. really like showing. Okay, but they're not sponsoring this episode. So let's keep <laughs> know, it pushing yeah, yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get that sponsor. <laughs> um, so you live here now. Yeah, I, I, okay, I grew up in California, um, in Redlands, California. And then when season eight started, I moved to Chicago and I lived there for three years and I just moved back. But I've never lived in LA, so I just moved to Culver City about two, like two, up two months ago. Nice. I, I mean, I'm from Chicago. I love Chicago, and I love, like, I love that. Like, what drew you in there? The drag scene, the community. Is that um, why you moved there? Yeah, they, I mean, it was like my first time away from home, like on my own when I visited Chicago. So I felt like I was like feeling my adult. I was just like, I felt right. And like going out was really so much fun. House, going out in Chicago is so much more fun than anywhere else. The house music really brought me into. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just like needed a change. And my mom was going to move out of our childhood house. So it's just like a good timing thing. Right. Were you living at home until you moved to Chicago? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I, left, I, lived, I lived alone in Chicago. So it was like. Dang. Oh, what no. a fucking life change. I, and I, I loved it. I feel like yes. Chicago yeah. has, I think a lot of cities like have, there are parts of them that feel like good starter. Like, like oh, this part of whatever feels like, but I, I felt like Chicago is like a good starter city. Totally. Like it can be a good ending city and it could be a good like hustle and bustle city, but you can find a little pocket where you're like, oh, this apartment is doable and mm-hmm. I can like, it's a big city, but it has like certain elements of it have a small town feel. Yeah. I also think it's really important to like go out there and live on your own and like f- learn about yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. like not with a roommate, not with a boyfriend or anything like that, but just like do your thing and really like come to terms with what did you learn like living on your own out there i mean i didn't necessarily ever have alone time when i was growing up because i had 11 brothers and sisters forgot about that so and we all lived like pretty much i mean at one time it was like eight of us in one house bunk beds you all had bedrooms yeah big house in redlands okay (laughs) yeah red yeah no we had like a and like a nine bedroom six bathroom house damn they had the kids 
Uh, yeah. They had the money. <laughs> okay. She had seven yeah, it, dogs. It's not How cheap to adopt. Seven, you know. That's what Wait, I tell people all the all time. All the kids are adopted? Eight of us are adopted, and four were like biological from first marriage situation. Got it. Um, and what is your, your brother is also adopted? Yes. Yeah. Your brother's adopted? Yeah. You're not adopted. I'm adopted. We're both adopted. Did oh, you not okay. know? We're no, like, I, knew that, she... I knew that you were adopted, but I know your brother was also adopted. Yeah, we're only seven months apart, which was always wild because it's like we're basically the same age. That's cool. You told such like a cavalier story about your birth mother. Oh, yeah. And so many people were like reaching out to me. But... People what did she say? And they were... She well, was like, I don't care wanna... to meet her. I didn't. And I was just like, I was a one night stand baby. She was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. like, And she was on vacation in Belize, got pregnant, came back to America. It was like, oh, uh, I'm 21. I can't take care of this. I'm super Catholic. So she was forced to like put me up for adoption, which I'm fine with. Yeah. But she like clearly had no connection to me. So like, why would I try to like, do you know like their name or anything? Yeah. My parents met her. I was adopted like before I was actually born. All the paperwork. She was was prepaid. She was. uh, Yeah. They paid for my, for easy payments, for easy payments (laughs) of her hospital bills and then paying to get me. Ah! Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it was a private adoption. Okay. Wait. So Chicago. So you're in Chicago, but Mm. before you went over there, you had to audition for Drag Race. I did. How many times did you audition? I auditioned one time. I turned 21, and then I auditioned for Drag you Race. You do remember she was a child. Baby I know. On the show. It's so wild to see how you like were. I didn't think of you as that young just because you neither. were on the show. Yeah. But you were like one of the youngest contestants. Yeah, I definitely on that season. It was like me and Layla McQueen were like I think like seven months apart. She was a little older than me. But, but like also Chicago. You never mm-hmm. like you felt youthful, you know, which is like like that good Hollywood term. Like, yeah, for the youth and youthful. But you, you know never felt dumb. like young or immature on the show. And you obviously slayed all the way to the top three on your season. Oh, thank you. That's like so impressive. Yeah, I was very proud of myself when I got home. Were you like when I got home? <laughs> were you trying to process what happened? Yeah. Were you intimate? Like you didn't, and you also never came out. Like obviously, the show, you know, there are certain moments when they want to show you frazzled or struggling. You know, it's a, I assume, very challenging thing to do to mm-hmm. go be on that show. Were you internally like a little more intimidated or frazzled, and you just never showed it, or were you just sort of cool and calm the whole time? I th- I think that I've never really been a super intimidated ever because of my age just because I did grow up with such like older siblings like the oldest is 50 and the youngest is 22 like it's like we have such an age gap so I've always kind of been around older energy and it never really like scared me in that way Um, but I also when I first started drag I was like looking at Mayhem and like Raven as like my mentors more so Mm -hmm. than like Caring and those girls ne- ooze confidence. Yeah, not really caring about like necessarily yeah, what my peers were thinking of of like, what drag is or anything. They were just doing their thing. I still think that Mayhem got the raw end of the deal on that show. Yeah, she'll she'll have her time though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like, she'll have her time. She'll have she her time. Got a text message from a random number being like, "Hey, it's Mayhem. Will you make me a costume?" <laughs> With what time? When? When? Now, th- this. So, so you obviously you talked about on the show like your love and connection and inspiration of Raven, mm-hmm. and then you did that look that was uh, an homage. Oh yeah, to the her black look. and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you went back for All Stars, at that point, Raven was painting Rue, right? Yes. Did you interact with her on set? No, it's and so separate. They it's do. So they so separate. separate. And I, it's like, a, I totally understand why. Right. It's just like, they want everything on camera. Da, 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 da. Um, but I think I saw Raven like one time in mm. the parking lot when You're we were like, walking back. She friendly. flicked her cigarette at you. Yeah. She, she flicked <laughs> she my like, vagina. She called me fat. <laughs> she, called me, <laughs> she said, don't fucking wear looks of mine again, you little bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. With like those pads. That was fun. Those pads. Oh, yeah. You've only pat Like, have you only patted twice on the show? I've only patted twice in my life, and it's been on drag race. <laughs> have you ever patted with hotel towels, diva? <laughs> <laughs> have you lived that fantasy, diva? Have you done that? Yeah, I had to do it in... Where was I? Nashville. Nashville. Were you wearing, like, a leotard? Yeah. Of course you were. Crunchy, I don't wear anything else. <laughs> crunchy, chunky, what? Hip uh, they looked, of They still hip. looked better than Silky Ganache's when she had to do. Oh, my God. I will drag her till the end of... I will drag her till the end of, of the time. <laughs> Wait, okay, so so uh, you do great on eight, whirlwind, 
you all of a sudden you move to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like? Because a lot of girls after they do the show, they come out here to LA. Mm-hmm. And I think even season eight was sort of a different time for Drag Race, right? Than it is now. Yeah, I was still on Loco. Right. And so, oh, it wasn't on VH1 yet. Mm-mm. I forgot that it was ever on Loco. Really? Oh my God. It wasn't it's square, wild that though. It's like right after Love and Hip Hop, you know? Yeah. Like, now it, it's now it's on for two hours or yeah. whatever, oh nine and for 40 weeks. Jesus. Um, did you feel like moving to Chicago was the right move for Davis or the right move for Naomi? Um, I think for both. Okay. Because for work, it was really easy to travel out of Chicago. Sure. And the rent was really cheap, so I got to like spend more on costumes, I guess, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know, like if rationaling money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a perfect move for Davis for sure. I like learned so much about myself and got to be like on my own, and people didn't really know anything about me to hold any judgments to. It was like cool to have like this whole new persona oh, found and confidence great. found and <laughs> you want to pick up and go somewhere i want to so bad somewhere that's green <laughs> what do <are> you <laughs> i can see myself back in um i can see myself back in new york i think now that i've been like a couple times this month i was like yeah i could still do this i that's dream of wild. going to a smaller city really like where like i've thought about like kansas city or boise or like oh, boise, um you know like these like little pocket cities that mm-hmm. have a lot of culture and i'm just like because sometimes as i get older i'm just like girl really like all this hassle to like go somewhere in one city like why are there seven million people here i know it's, you know what i mean it's very annoying living in la is wild right but you live in culver city like i forget that it exists sometimes really yeah it's like, you know what it i love about away. it i'm so close to the airport yeah, yes. and I, I travel for work so much. And oh, do I, you? <laughs> Are you booked? Are you booked to blast? Did you work the world <laughs> twice? But like, I remember when I used to live in Redlands, I would get so frustrated sitting in like three-hour traffic whenever I would come out to LA, and I was like, I can't do this when I'm going to to work. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, it takes me a long fucking time to get to the airport, man. Like, where do you live? Highland Park. Okay, how long does it take you? It can take like an hour and a half. Fuck that. I live yeah. down here. I live like over down the street, and it. Takes about forty five minutes. Yeah, you just have to eat it, man. But I'm not traveling that much. I mean, you travel enough. That it- yeah, but also sometimes they can fly me out of Burbank, mm. and that's, that's the easier. cuteness. That's the cuteness because that line is quick, 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 quick. Okay, I want to talk Let's about talk more about flights. all stars. My favorite flight <laughs> no. is okay. Meatball likes a window seat. <laughs> I like so a he window can, seat because I'm crap, crap dust everyone. <laughs> yes, I am qualified for exit Would you row. ever paint oh. a mug on a plane? I fart a lot at the airport. Really? It's yeah. the altitude. Not that I always say. She said I try not to on the plane, but it's like at the airport. Just walking around? Yeah, with my headphones in. <laughs> so you can't hear. Wait, so you can't hear, but ass. they can? I mean, I don't know if they can hear. I feel like I wear enough layers at the airport. Oh, okay. Good, you know? good, 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 good. I feel like the the men's restroom at the airport is... Just a shit factory. It is. It is gross. <laughs> it is so insane. Because everyone, like, everyone is like, I want to get rid of oh, yeah. everything before I get on this airplane. Just Meanwhile, all of these like sort of porn stars or people who have only fans. Oh, they're fucking in the airport. Everyone is like making videos, mm-hmm. jerking off. And and I'm like, so what is happening in yeah. the, the restroom yeah, at no. the airport? Did you see that guy at DragCon <laughs> who was said, like yeah, no. taking two loads of DragCon oh, in already bathroom. in the bathroom? Shut and I was like, which bathroom was this? Shut there are up. children there. There are kids. Gag. What do you think about people in jockstraps walking around uh, DragCon? Like with their just hole out Dick visible. I mean, I've never been the type of bitch who would be confident wearing a jockstrap. Yeah. Like, in daytime. I guess my question is that there's so in many public with kids, kids around. Yeah. yeah I, I, that it's maybe like, a read thong, the room. Like, a thong and a jock. Is that yeah. the place? Something to cover the hole. Like, I don't care if you're in your underwear. It's m- more the fact that it's like, your dick is fully visible, and there's, like, children eye level with it. Yeah. But at the same time, though, it's, like, not our fucking job. I know it's you not to, our job, you know, but it's also... Yeah, true. I mean, the parents are bringing so it to them. But, job. like, drag... The, the people are there to see drag queens. Mm-hmm. They're not there to see, like, whole. Yeah. Totally. So, also, I don't know. If you're coming to see whole, you bought the wrong ticket. You go to Palm Springs. <laughs> Wait, okay. And you go look at whole. I do. I want to I wanna get into an all-stars question, and I'm oh. going to phrase it really specifically. You better, because... Mm. So, you went back on all-stars. You made 
you had a great season you had a of All Stars. Thank you. I feel so like much personality. I feel like Ooh. you showed so much more. You did, Diva. You had multiple iconic lip sync performances. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. which a lot of people either get one or zero on their season. Oh my God, I wanted to every single song. And I feel like on... At, the green dress At one, least two. The super campy one. Bitch. Yeah, and so the good. fucking adrenaline with the background, uh, all of that, right? And the leg drag. Yeah. <laughs> so not only that, but then you also like made a huge move on the show that I think a lot of people saw as like breaking open the idea of like, oh... Please remember, this is a reality TV show that we're mm-hmm. doing. This is not like an adjudicated pageant that is meant to go one way. Right. The producers are fucking with you, so you can fuck with them right back. Yeah. So all of that was really iconic. You filmed that, and then there was a period of time before we all got to see it. Right. In which you didn't know how they were going to edit it. Right. And you didn't know how you were going to come off. Yeah, but I wasn't scared or anything like really? that. Really? You thought no, in like the moment you made all. the right decision? Oh yeah. Like I didn't I didn't even think twice about like yeah. um the way I handled All Stars, like at all. Like I don't have no regrets. And um when I got home, I wasn't at all nervous for anything that happened with like elimination. Right. What I was nervous about, and this is just maybe speaks about my personality. I was so scared that people were going to be disappointed that Valentina stayed, went home for Club 96 and I stayed. Oh. That, that, was, that was your biggest that fear. That was my biggest fear. And But you made Club 96. <laughs> And, well, the way it was edited, memorable. it looked like you... Yeah. Memorable, honey. <laughs> memorable. <laughs> yeah, didn't, what, didn't you, Ruth say it on the Club reunion? Hive? No. No. Um, but whatever. Oh, I, the only thing I remember is <laughs> that... Can you quote Club Hive? Fuck Club Hive. Fuck that club. Can, can you... Can What's you, that? What, can you... The, the space the one? The space one? With Monique's <laughs> uh, alien tentacles? Okay, where did they get the budget to have an incubator? Right. <laughs> Girl. Like, sometimes I question, like, who's running that thing, because it's like, you couldn't have put a little bit more money on it? <laughs> You want to go rent a fucking incubator? That's, I mean, that's amazing. I, cause I feel like if I, if I was in your shoes, I would just be going like, oh, they could edit it to look like this. So they could edit like right. all of those things. When you're on the show, do you worry about that? Do you worry about what you're going to say and do? I feel not really. And I think I did more so the season eight time. And I realized how uncomfortable I was when I was doing that. And like, it's just not me. Well, that's right. probably the big change then. Cause like, I swear to God, seeing you on All Stars, I was like, yeah, 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 that's Naomi. Like, yeah, that's you a could person, just... that's a human being, that's like a funny person. The oh, Wendy thanks. Williams, it was all so good. Oh, oh my God. Thank you so much. Now, do you think she passed out because of her drug addiction, not because of heat stroke? Um, I know you're a Wendy fan. Oh, I'm a Wendy, like, Let's get into Wendy. Damn. What do you, what, how do you think she's doing now? That she's I, just, I was just watching an uh, interview she did a couple of days ago, and she seems really good. Yeah. I have, like... It's kind of like a new thing for me to be so obsessed with Wendy Williams. It was like right before All Stars happened that I was really getting into her. And um, I like I'm such a fan of how she just is 100 percent with who she is as a person and like built such an empire doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think anybody else can really do what she does. And it's just because she is the way that she is. Yeah. Like everyone should be able to promote and what's the word I'm looking for like build an empire just doing that like that's so cool yeah. you should be doing what you're best at yeah and I think what she's best bye. at is being oh, bye. <laughs> I think what she's best at is being herself and like unapologetically herself so she'll I love on the show where she says shit and then the audience is like ooh and she's like what I said it I said it and then like <laughs> two weeks la- like two days later she's okay. like I have to make an apology for something <laughs> I said two days ago and like I just she does that and then everyone forgives her yeah. and that's it and moving forward with no fear how about her pride photo oh, oh my god that job with the broken knees I, I loved I loved I, I love it was she so had wild. so much fun this pride we were actually she was actually at LA pride and I was at LA pride and I was so sad I didn't see her but she was oh. a, she was a black china she was wearing like Ray's wigs Black China was or like wigs by no, tips or something. No, yeah, wigs by tips. Wigs by tips. She was yes. wearing a wig Woo? that I have. That's such a guy. <laughs> I know. I bet her lace is clean though. Mm, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Before we before we take <laughs> a break. But it wasn't custom. <laughs> but it wasn't a custom hairline. Uh before we take a break, I have a question. Cause I think this also sort of came up on All Stars. Um <laughs> 
I can't. How's, how's that ice, Steve? Well, they didn't give me a straw <laughs> because, yeah, Starbucks. because of the mm-hmm. turtles, first and foremost. All right, but the cup is still plastic. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you do you want to read this question the way I wrote it? Do you see yeah, the yeah, question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Style, I got it, I got it. aesthetic, style, mm-hmm. aesthetic. You fall into this category of fashion, model, and high-end style. Shop like a queen. Violet fame. You, etc. Do you fight also because just because drag queen can't be fun raunchy? No. It's hard to be pigeonholed into one thing. Do you feel this way? Do you fight to also just be a drag queen? Oh. Oh. Well, I, I thought it meant do you fight with Violet? No. <laughs> but have you fought with Violet? Uh, I feel I'm, like you've talked about this I before. I don't think think so okay we've definitely been i think we've definitely been annoyed at each other but that's just like sister (laughs) bullshit so funny yeah um no i always tell people that i'm like a drag queen first and then i i just happen to really like fashion yeah like drag is like my number one and i drag and performing is my number one and then fashion just kind of comes with it um I like to try different things, so I like to do like more like campy or like spoken word or like I want to get into like more skit. I think that Bob is like so smart, and I wish oh that I God, could have a so good at it. fraction of his brain of how to get in like the writing mode and all that jazz. But um, no, I like I like doing fashion and just being a drag queen. Yeah, but you have been. Do you feel like you've been more and more campy lately? Do you think so? I, I think do. so. I you'll still like no offense. You'll still do a number that like <laughs> no you've offense. done before, but like I remember mm-hmm. we, where were we? We were in San Francisco or whatever, mm-hmm. and you just like lifted the chair up, and like the audience was like oh, living yeah. for it and losing. Like it just seems like you're having more fun. Oh yeah, so much more fun on stage. Yeah. Like I try and choose songs that I'm actually like comfortable with now instead of like oh I think that they want to see this or maybe this sounds like it would go with this outfit. Like now I just like lock in on the song and then like and kind of plan the performance. Yeah, I guess I'm that. in a weird spot right now because I'm about to go on a tour and my biggest concern is like doing a song that everyone's going to like mm-hmm. instead of thinking like, oh, as long as I'm having fun. I guess my big concern is that it's like Europe and I don't know what their music taste is mm. because their music is so different. And I was like, I was even skeptical to do Lizzo because I was like, I don't know if she's like really reached there yet. Girl, she just played Glastonbury to like a really? bajillion people. Okay. But like, seriously, do whatever you, makes you feel comfortable on stage. Listen to who her. Can, she just who, worked the world. Who? She worked the world and she's about to work it again. Yeah. What's it like never being home? <laughs> Um, right, because I know you moved and then you immediately left mm-hmm. and then we're gone for like three months and then you came back for what a week and then you left, yeah, and now you're back for two weeks and then you're gonna leave again. Yep, totally. Sounds uh, great. It's okay. I, I, it's for now, it's okay, but I know it's not a long term thing for me yeah. to have this kind of schedule. Who did you spend the who, who, who's really on that tour? It's like uh, Kim and like Cameron Michaels in Asia, right? Kim, Cameron, Violet, Asia, Aquaria, Detox. Monet. That's a good group. It's like a great group. It's I feel so like good. it's like a lot of different it, styles. It is my favorite tour I've ever been on. I've been a tour girl for like since season eight. Um, yeah. And this is the tour that I finally feel like respected and like they actually care about the product that's happening on stage, even though your music occasionally sucks. <laughs> 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 but. Um, yeah, they really I feel like have like our best heart, like our best interest at heart, and they want to see us excel on stage and give the audience a really good show. Yeah, it looks like huge production it's value. Huge. Yeah, I love it. God, eight thousand people—that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I would shit myself. It, what it, it, were there in certain cities like small venues where you had to sort of squeeze the show into like a smaller? Oh yeah, I mean Europe is wild. Let's like since it's so like gorgeous and historic, it's like these teeny little like back rooms that like drag queens like are like knocking their shoulders into <laughs> like the drywall in the back. Um, but I and no air conditioning and no air conditioning in a lot of them. That was my least favorite part of the last. <laughs> Because you know I like to be ice cold, baby. Mm-hmm. That juice. I, uh, that, that pit juice. That pit juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, I think we're going to take a break. <laughs> Let's be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, 
dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with factor meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Hi, and welcome back to Sloppy Seconds. Now it's time for my favorite segment. Food break! Okay, I brought... Dipper was in charge of snacks this week. Oh my god, cute. Cauliflower stalks with sea salt. Now, this is because Dipper thought that I was vegan. Yeah, I got these at Whole Foods. No, and also, I was like looking at snacks, and I was like trying to personify... I know, I'm explaining. Fuck off. I'm just kidding. He was trying to personify you, so he got a cauliflower stick. I like no that. a stalk. A stalk. stalk. I feel like a stalk is very like long and elegant. Very, very tree like. Do people think that you sang that song legs? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. They, they, like people come up to me and they go, "Oh my god, I love your song." Did you see that it came? Oh, and you're like pose, like yeah. good song pose. <laughs> the song yeah. where I revealed to a bald headed wig. <laughs> what? What even? What? Like, where did you come up with that? Was that? Are you um, gonna try? It's oh, food break. Yeah, I it's time try for too. us to eat. Let's see. It's like oh. a funyun without the fun. <laughs> I don't mind this at all. I like that better than a funyun. I'm not trying to have like funyun's an onion, right? No, I well, mean it's like corn in a ring with onion like flavor. It's powder. like onion powder. Yeah, there's no, yeah. there's zero part of a funyun is a vegetable. I don't do flavor powders. It's just not my thing. Oh. Like I like the original. Wheat thins, not like the rosemary parmesan wheat thins. You Yo, know? they have every flavor have of wheat thins. Yeah, I'm not that girl. I don't. I'm I that girl. I don't dislike this snack at all. I enjoy it. In I'm fact. more of a crackers and cheese gal. So you want a cheese with this? I want some cheese with you. You love a charcuterie. Situation. I love charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cute. Mm, ooh, <laughs> charcuterie. Um, okay, so uh, these are good. Yeah, they're crunchy. They. They're basically vegetable straws. Yeah, and I think that they're seasoned well. Good. All right. Now for our next segment. <laughs> no, wait. We were talking about pose. Oh, pose. Oh, pose. How did you come up with a ball cap? Um, there was this Gareth Pugh like spring summer 2016 collection that I like have always wanted to pay homage to and I've always been obsessed with Cynthia from Rugrats so it just kind of uh, like all my like references my are just like kind of came together and I thought it was a good way to reveal that hasn't been done on the show yeah 
That, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Thank y'all. Yeah, it was such a gag. Such a gag. It's hard to do that on the show now. Have you ever painted a painting? To come up with a gag? It's so hard to come up with a gag, I feel like, on Drag Race now. That no one is going to go. I'm impressed when I see a good one. Well, literally, anytime anyone wears a bald cap, people are going to compare it to you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's like it was very Larry David situation. Right. Yeah, because it was like a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also am obsessed with Seinfeld and obsessed with Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm. So what? Another reference just to throw in there. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my favorite TV show. I thought the Kardashians was. No, Seinfeld and Simple Life are my favorite TV shows. Oh, oh Simple Life. Is it coming back? I saw that. I don't. I don't There's, believe. Are, it. are they talking again? I don't. I don't believe. Did that. we ever find out what the actual fight was between them, or was it just like it was oh, about these... when they fisted that cow? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think only uh, Nicole fisted it. Paris wouldn't do it. No, Paris wouldn't do it. That, I watch that show that. religiously. Nicole, like, Nicole. I know everything except for what the fight was because they never actually said it. I don't think, yeah, they never talked about they it. They never talked about it, and it never came out but in tabloids. But it was great for but, publicity, oh, yeah. and so good for but the media. But it was media. bad for the show, because when think? they were, I didn't like when they were doing... Like the uh, Till Death Do Us part. Yeah, where they were each having to, like, babysit the kids for a day, and then switch over, and then, like, the other one would babysit them. I was like, mm-hmm. I need them together. That's yeah. what I liked. Yeah. Anyway. And they got back together on camp, though. It's their chemistry. That's what sold that show. But then it like so good at reality television. Like they they invented it before reality television was what it is now. And I think it's because we never got to see like how those people in that part of the world lived day to day. (laughs) It was it was such a shock. Yeah. Yeah, because it was pre. And which part of the world are you talking about? Because it was pre Kardashians and pre Honey Boo Boo. So right. you didn't see the high end or the low end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you just like, oh, people have pools above ground. Talk about, <laughs> <laughs> but talk about a glow up that Nicole Richie mm-hmm. like scenario. The fact that she, I know it got canceled, but she did two seasons of an NBC sitcom like that Tina oh, Fey show. Up. Oh yeah, news, great news, great news. And then, but she also had her own reality Candid TV show, Nicole. Candid Nicole, which was actually very good. So funny, super scripted, but like. So perfect for yeah. her, mm-hmm. but like I feel like she can totally like she, she can carry herself. She acted and carried it, yeah, completely. It's She's incredible. a very talented and funny person. Well, she comes from a talented family. True, true, true. Tea. A true, I also true, think true. that when you come from like super, like all my friends that have like famous parents. Yeah, are, why do you all, have so many friends with famous parents? Because I went to a school where it was literally just because she has a private person. adoption. Wow, was, maybe you heard of it. <laughs> maybe you heard of it. I was uh, prepaid, mm-hmm. prepaid baby. But um, it was just like they all have like they're all just their whole lives just like told like you're the best, you're the greatest, nothing can I do, do you any wrong, you're gonna be great, and so they just have that mentality of like I'm funny I'm fine They're I was like told that my whole life but I feel like shit I feel like we should like <laughs> be raised like that though yeah I feel yeah. like that's how most like, people but like in public schools teachers like beat you down and stuff mm. yeah but also like, laughed, Eva. you should be raised <laughs> like that but you should also like be given that healthy dose of reality that like if someone says no to you or things don't go your way right it's okay there's a balance yeah. you, you there's can a bounce balance. back and there's do something other else things. <laughs> There's other things you to may talk not about. be an actor. You should, that, but that, that's fine. That's fine, people. You maybe you can't carry a monologue the way you thought you could. Oh my god! I just auditioned for a TV show last week. It was so bad. Oh uh, well, didn't they change the Did role? Did you want on it? it? No, the audition rooms are just like really. I mean, that's a new experience for me. Like, I know how to get up on a stage when, like, I'm built like, hey, it's time for you to perform. But, like, to go into an audition room where the people are just like, hello, here's a camera. Now do the thing that you prepared. Okay, thank you. And then you leave. It's like, I was like, I was like, this is the opposite of what it would be like to actually shoot this thing. Right. And that's like a whole new world for me. It's, I mean, that's what I did like all through college. It sucks. It just sucks. Uh What did you book? Uh, I did like two commercials <laughs> and oh, and then voiceover work. Oh, okay. And then that's how I ended up out in LA. But with yeah, your beautiful with voice. My beautiful voice. I forgot that you moved out here for a job. You were voicing video games? I voiced the Ninja Turtles video game. Shut up. Isn't yeah. that wild? Like, if I like bought it, I would be like, hear you. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, nuts. And then uh, never any other voice work again after that. Who were, what character? I was Raphael. Whoa, a turtle. A t- I was a fucking turtle. And then a bunch of background voices. Like people he on the was my like, favorite oh my God. Up. He had the red and the little spiky things. Yeah. Sha, sha, sha. 
Oh my god, I like never got into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? It's so too boyish for me when I was a kid. What, uh, what, what were you, you like? Into? Sailor Moon. Ah, uh, uh, okay, that makes sense. All leg, mm-hmm. long pony a lot of legs. A lot of legs. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment, which is called Fuck Talk. Fuck. And now we talk Ooh. about sex. Okay, work. Work. So How did a- your blowjobs change after you got your lips pumped? <laughs> She's like, I stopped giving them. <laughs> oh my God. You don't want to damage the fill. Yeah, does it change that? Like I- the sensation of like kissing and doing stuff? You know, I don't really, it doesn't. Can you? Okay. St- You're like, I don't actually know. I've Because. Because you can't feel them anymore? <laughs> Just well, I've always been a fan of fellatio. Oh. For sure. But I've never really noticed my lips helping or like. Doing anything in there, but when it comes oh, you're to a throat girl. kissing, <laughs> I'm, a throat girl! I'm like, that's a little too far away. <laughs> um, no, you're like, my lips just rest at the base of the dick. It's my tongue and my esophagus doing all the work. But when it comes to kissing, I like just kind of visualize because I've always liked guys with like probably smaller lips uh-huh. and white people <laughs> <laughs> probably you said probably smaller I, I've lips I've never kissed anyone who had big lips like me uh-huh. like as far as like making out like I've kissed like other drag queens just to, like see what they're like pump feels like but never like Sharon's just was probably ba- the hardest just bounce pillows off oh, yeah, of one another I've definitely kissed Sharon <laughs> I would like to see what her lips feel like oh, yeah. they feel great yeah yeah normally I feel like when they're like when there's stuff in them, they feel really nice. You can feel them right now if you want to. Your lips? Mm-hmm. You want me to touch them? Oh, yeah. They're soft? <gasps> They're so soft. Yeah. But. Well, I'll have you know that I, when I went to go get Botox, my, uh, <gasps> the doctor, and I'm using air quotes for doctor, <laughs> uh, asked me if my lips were fake. <laughs> really? Your yeah. current lips? Yeah, he asked me if they were pumped. And I was like, thank you. That's cute. You but, don't feel that way. <laughs> no, I, I mean, they look really cute. I feel like I want the top lip to be just a little bigger. Remember when I did your lips that one time? Yeah, it looked so good. Painted or injected? She painted. She injected them. <laughs> Can you She's imagine? the doctor. <laughs> I'm the doctor. What if you could do it at home? I Okay, so I went with my good friend Tony Soto, who you may know. And you probably don't. And she was getting her lips done, and I, it fucking, it scared me to watch her get it done. Really? Why? Because you can hear the pop of the skin when the <gasps> needle breaks the lip. It goes... And then when they inject it, he's like pulling it out. You know, he's like placing it. So he's like pulling the needle out as it's going. And Tony's just crying. Like he's not like, he's just like, it hurts so much. Did he get numbed? It was painful. No, he didn't want to get it numbed. He said it didn't do anything. What? I get my forehead numb to get Botox. Wow. Like that's how much I do not like the pain. No, I might. um, I've been going to Jody at Biomed Spot in Beverly Hills since I was 21. And she like took my lips from literally nothing to something yeah, that Tony didn't have an upper lip. Now he's got something, but the doctor has to grow it. Like he has to go in like every couple weeks to get it done because you can't just do it all at once. Crazy. Did you like sit with Jody and you were like, "I want to get to here," and she was like, "This is my plan to get you there." Uh, not really. Like I showed her like references of like some models that I really liked their lips, and she did, like pretty much told me, "I I don't know if you'll be able to get that because I had li- I'm not joking, literally nothing, like." Pencil slit lips. What? And was this pre Drag Race? This was when I got the call to go on season eight. I, that was my first stop. Because I like with lips. I, I you were like, like I, I have to show up with lips. Because I used to like overdraw my lips right? a lot, and I didn't like how like that weird yeah the line. The line. <laughs> yeah, because I also didn't know how to contour my lips back then either. So and now you, you didn't just, know about a lip line. Now you just put lipstick on your actual lips. You don't overdraw. I do overdraw. I mean, it's drag, right? You know. I mean, you got it. It's drag. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, That's amazing. Your lips were also the second standout star of All Stars. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's all <laughs> anyone would talk about. <laughs> that one was really fresh. I went a little overboard before All Stars. But well, it was incredible because like you were there, Farrah was there. Like it was mm-hmm. a real lip parade up there. Totally. I love that. Oh yeah, Farrah was <laughs> okay. There. Do hey, you? Gorge. <laughs> Do you have a sex story, Meats? I do have a sex story. Okay. Do you have a fuck talk? What are you pausing about? Are you farting? I remember. I'm trying to remember it because I (laughs) thought about it in the car. Okay, so aside from the Flacia, we also, if you have any sort of wild and crazy encounters. Encounters. Okay, so... I was actually thinking about it earlier when you you said mom. Like, the kids are always calling me, like, mom, and I never thought I'd be in a position where, like, anyone would ever call me, like, 
mom <laughs> something older than them you know yeah, it's, it's just like getting to terms of I guess getting older I'm only right. 25 but um, this this guy recently um, 25 I'm gonna kill myself he, he called me daddy stop and no. he was how old he was, was he was a year younger than I was and I was just blown away that people someone would do that yeah well <laughs> pe- like you know Think about think about how often you heard the term. Da- <laughs> no, the whole point the is whole, to eat them onto the microphone. No, I don't like the whole crunch. Such, oh, yeah. you know. She sa- saved two cauliflower stalks for later. <laughs> she just put them on the back of her phone. <laughs> like, like, the bag isn't going anywhere. In a full, in a full like model moment, she's like, "These are for after." <laughs> I'm gonna I have my that. two grains of rice. Gains. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like gains. <laughs> no, so like. You know, I feel like when we were growing up, if you heard the term daddy sexually, Mm -hmm. it was sort of like in a comedic way. Like, you know, like on Friends, if they're like, we found a sex tape and they play the sex tape and they don't show it. But you hear someone go like, oh, daddy. And they're all like shocked that like someone's kinky. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like everyone like you, especially gays, it's like use the term daddy and that trickle down has happened. So now it's like. I have had older men, and I'm talking decades older than me, like fifty year olds, fifty year olds, like being like, um, like let's role play, like you'll be my daddy, and I'm like, I can't do that. (laughs) That's just not how the world works, (laughs) right? But I just, I I think it's interesting because now I just feel like if if it's almost like a like a dominant sub thing like mm-hmm. if you if you feel like oh i want you to be in control i'm going to call you daddy like even if we're 6 months apart right it's wild to me i remembered my okay story. hit it cuz it was i was just in san francisco for pride and this happened at san francisco pride like which two... we were there at the same time and never saw one never other. well because that's pride that's pride well because he I also was got on the, an ear infection so. he was on the main stage and the last thing i wanted to do was like fight through the audience to it get was to the main stage we, so huge i went down there the, it's not that i wasn't going to come try to see you it's that we went down there and i saw just the entry line psycho and I was like, "There's, I don't want to deal with that many people. And then I, Michael was like, why don't we just ask him to go backstage? And I was like, I don't want to deal with that either. And it couldn't have happened. Yeah, I was like, there's no way they're going to let us I back I had to there. submit the names like two solid Millions weeks ahead of, of time. Crazy. So anyway. It was crazy. A long time ago when mm-hmm. I was visiting San Francisco for Pride, maybe like two years ago. Anyway, um, this, I was on the apps. I used to be an app girl. I used to be fun. I love the apps. I a throat girl, them. an app girl. <laughs> and I'm talking about appetizers. No, and so, a blooming uh, onion? This guy, it was like late, and I was staying with my friend, and we were all crammed into this tiny apartment. So in order for me to get out, I had to like sneak out. And the other guy was like, yeah, I have friends staying here, but I'm in the back room, so you're going to have to like, we're going to have to like sneak you into the back room through a room full of people to get there. So I was already like, oh, this is kind of weird. I don't really want to do this, but you're really hot. Mm-hmm. So I like get to his house. He likes, or not his house. It's like their Airbnb where him and all his gay friends were. And he like sneaks me into the back room and the lights are really dim in the room and I can't really see anything. We start getting going. Everything's fine. I think we were basically like halfway through and I hear like some rumbling. Not halfway through. You know what I mean? Like we have already done the pre-stuff. We now you're penetration. Oral. Now it was like getting into penetration. And once that happens, you only got 15, 20 minutes left with me before I get bored. And then he <laughs> someone pops up from next to the bed, like with a cell phone light on, being like, hey, oh, uh, what's what's up? Shut the fuck up. He wanted up. to join in. This guy had like Were in, you filming? I, I hope not. I didn't see like a flash or anything, but it was just the fact that like he knew that all these people were in the house. He knew that this person was in the bed next to us. We were like going at it full volume and this guy pops up and he's like, hey, what's up? What do you Can sound I, like, like full volume? Like, don't hurt me, please. <laughs> you go, four, easy, payments, <laughs> me. Oh. Like, I don't know. Just like, oh, yeah, that feels like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm that not feels gonna, what? Great. Okay. <laughs> I'm my little septic tank. And then. Ah, not the my little out. septic <laughs> tank. Anyway, the guy tries to like get involved, like hand no. on my butt. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I have never left a room faster. <sighs> and normally. I would probably have been down for it, but I think it was the pure shock of like yeah. being in a dark room and just like imagine just like 
a cell phone light and a body pop up. Yeah. I thought I was going to get murdered. I also realized that a lot of these stories that I've been telling on this podcast are like mostly like I start having sex with someone and then I'm like, I got to go. Which is like my MO. Like oftentimes I just get uncomfortable or I sober up. Well, sometimes it's literally just the chase that you want. Yeah. And then once you're there, you're just like, oh, I I could have had it the whole time. We will yeah. Also, like, sometimes that's just, like, not what you want to do with that person. Like, sometimes I'm attracted to somebody, but I don't necessarily want to have sex with them. Well. And you don't yeah. realize that until you're having sex with them. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know that's that. beautiful. But that's beautiful. That's me every time. The rules of attraction. It's happened to me. You know, people have been like, oh, this just isn't what I thought. Uh-huh. So. Huh. You know? I, yeah. yeah, I mean, it happens to, like, literally, <laughs> no, I used really, to, when I was in New York, I remember I left more, like, once we got to the people's house, and, like, we were, like, making out and doing stuff, a lot of the time, and I thought there was something wrong with me, I would just leave. I'd mm-hmm. be like, I, I can't do this, I'm sorry, and I'd leave and then, like, never speak to them again, which I think is, like, probably pretty harmful to their feelings. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can go back to New York. Um, I was in Palm Springs over the weekend, mm-hmm. and Meatball had in the past visited um, CCBC, which is the clothing optional like gay oh, yes. resort in Palm Springs. I had a lot of fun there. There's a few of them. Yeah, what kind? You had fun. You were just I like sucking a, dicks. I did sucking dicks, and I topped a few people. I, in I it. it was the first time dicks. I did sucking dicks, and it was the first time I topped someone in a sling. Ooh. Oh, standing uh, up, standing. I was standing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they were in the sleigh. Right. Were you in your bordello? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you hold said, on, hold on. Let me grab a shoe. You're a little because you had to lean forward. <laughs> you said the bordello leans you forward. <laughs> yeah. So I was there visiting family, and then I like looked up. Um, this will be dated when this comes out, but I looked up, and there was uh, something called the like dad fest or dad bod fest and i was like a ring a ding ding <laughs> and so i You're went disgusting. over i went over uh and it was tell us where you were staying i was staying with my aunt and uncle in palm springs fierce what and then you went to the dad bod fest? See, we, I, I you, literally you waited just for aunt uncle to go to bed no i told them i was like oh i'm going out and so i drove over there to the dad bod fest and it was so it was it, it was so interesting for like a few reasons one was you know, it's clothing optional, so a lot of people are just, like, really feeling their moment. They're mm-hmm. like, yes, I get to be naked. I'm hanging out by the pool. And I bumped into a lot of people that I knew, so it was like I got to be, like, kind of chatty and social, and that was really cool. And it was also one of the, like, lowest key parties I had oh, ever been cute. to. I love that. Which is incredible. It was just, like, everyone was calm. There was music playing. But, like, no one was, like, like no one was doing too much, which was sort of amazing. But on the flip side, you just have this, like... I'm like, yes, gay rights. How amazing. People just want to do what they want to do. And this is a place where we can do that. Mm -hmm. But also you literally walk around and I'm like, we are a wild people. We are animals. We are a wild people. Like there was this couple who they were so physically fit. Mm -hmm. They were like, um, one was a blonde and one was a brunette. And the blonde was like significantly older. So he was starting to be like more of like a white mm-hmm. in the hair. Uh, but they were <sighs> equally tan. You know what I mean? Like they were like they were on the same tanning regimen. Oh like they had different like coloring, you know, but they were like the same color. They were wearing matching like full like combat boots oh, and God. then just naked work holding hands, walking around and then full bones. No, they weren't full bones, bones. but you know, the majority, the majority of the crowd was, um, not super muscular cause it was the like dad bod fest or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of like bigger bodies, like fatter bodies. And then these guys were like, whoa, 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 sort of walking around. And there was this really interesting moment where it's like everyone looked at them cause your eye sort of goes to like, oh, you guys look like porn stars. Mm-hmm. But then it was like. Oh, people here are like kind of interested in that, but not really because yeah. like this is this other thing. So it was like a really interesting power dynamic to see them sort of like they were kind of peacocking around, but then people were like not that interested. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I don't know. It, it, and then to just like watch all these people, it's like everyone's having sex or talking mm-hmm. or hanging out or, you know. It's, Did anyone recognize you? Um, I bumped into a couple people that I knew. Okay. So I like recognized friends, but no, I don't think so. Because when I went to it. What's that? Were you naked? 
Uh, no, I was wearing like a uh, underwear and a baseball cap, and I wasn't staying there, so I like I had like a had fanny pack with and stuff. Sure. And when they when when they checked in, they were like, "Oh, uh, we could lockers do it." Are full? Well, yeah, they were like, "We don't have any lockers left, but you lockers could do it." I've been there. You lockers could... are full. You could just carry your shit around or leave it in the sex room. Right? They were like, "Or you could use our coat check." And I was like, "Well, I don't want to like." have to go there to look at what time it is on my phone. So like I had this fanny pack. So I sort of had this like thing strung over my back with like clothes hanging down. Oh and gosh. then I was like wearing my little shorts. Dad. I was nude. Very I was dad. There. Yeah. I was nude until someone, I was literally, the way it's set up is the bar is at the pool. Yeah. So I was like standing by the pool and all my stuff was like up by the room. And someone was like, is that meatball? Meatball. Meatball. Oh my gosh. Meatball from inside the pool. And I'm at the bar fully naked, and I was like, not gonna, not gonna even turn around. Not gonna, just gonna pretend like it's not me. Meatball! Get out of the pool. Can we get a picture with you? Shut and up. I was like, well, now everybody here thinks something's going on, and now I have to go put my clothes on. Right. right. And I immediately did. Because I didn't want nudies of me out there. There is a time and a place. And it right. wasn't when I was trying to get a drink butt ass naked. Right. I can tell you that much. Well, and that's the difference. It's like, it's like, if, if, uh, because there were some people that I knew socially that I had never like known sexually and I was like walking around in the back area and I saw them fucking and so no I just saw them Out we the were woods. all sort of like cruising in the area and we both sort of like recognized one another and we were like we like nodded each other didn't say anything over there and then back in like the more social area I was like hey how are you yes. you don't because talk back there why would you like it just it, it feels it, and not that it's like a, a shame thing or not that it's like um an in a I I don't know like it just feels like that's for the whole point of that whole vibe is like anonymous sex yeah right you're meant to like walk around and be like you you okay but that's also that is such a spot where the chase is such a thing and the moment you like there were like three different guys that i was like oh i want to suck their dicks and then i would watch them and then i would see the other people that they were like interacting with and mm -hmm. i would see them sort of hook up with other people and then i was like nope yeah. Lost interest. I know. I know. And I'm like, I almost don't want to see word. who else you're fucking around with yeah. because then I'm going to lose interest. I'm going to meet you. Oh, you go. I think that the whole like, okay, you remember? Uh, you remember Man's Country in Chicago? Yeah, I never went though because when I lived there, I was uh -huh. like too shy. Well, I never went as like a customer, but I went uh, to like the finale, like New Year's. Oh Eve yeah, because they like closed it down. And it's kind of like interesting to think that like bathhouses are gonna, like a dying thing. Completely. Like, when they go. When they go out of business, they're not reopening yeah. anytime soon or anything. I think it's I just... really want some like rich gay person mm -hmm. to like reinvent because they're not. I want some. I went to an amazing bathhouse in Australia mm -hmm. when I was in Melbourne, and it was multiple levels, and it had a full pool and a huge jacuzzi and really nice steam rooms that like smelled like eucalyptus. Like it felt like a spa and a fuck club. Okay. And I was like, this is how they should be, right. but people don't want to do that. Right. You know. That's I don't know. so weird. Yeah, make sex glam. Yeah, make sex, make sex again. glam we again. Need a, we need a Club 54 again. <laughs> Studio, Studio 54? 54. Club 96. <laughs> Club 69. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Club so 54. I, yeah, Club, Club 54. 94. Club 99. What year were you born? 93. Club 93. Oh my God, Ooh. you're so young. Okay, we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much for Thanks being so here. Thanks so much for God. coming. We Thanks talked about literally everything. Yeah, I had so much fun. That, was, that went by so fast. What didn't we talk about? Is there anything you want to say? Not really. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wait, let me think. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Life's not fair. Life's not fair. Kiss Life's my ass. Fair. Well, thank you so much for coming, Naomi. I know it was early for you. Oh my god, not at all. I got my skincare on and I hit the dough. I know you're always so glossy. Thanks. <laughs> so good. Um, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on Instagram at Naomi Smalls, and if you're feeling ballsy, you can follow my Twitter at Naomi Smalls Da. And if you want to Venmo me, it's Davis Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Come on, just send you me. don't need that. If you want to no. Venmo her, Venmo me. Send the doll money. Send her money. Worship the doll. Worship the doll. Yeah. All right. And I'm Meepon. And you can find me at. Oh, you know what I wanted to do? Okay. We'll do it at the next No, episode. you do it I now, just wanted girl. you to answer this one question that we got. Do it. Who, like me? A, yeah. Uh oh. From on our on our You can go ahead and crunch on your stuff. Yeah, you can start crunch crunching diva. Okay. I have a question for Big Dipper if you guys want to answer it on the pod. 
Have you ever struggled to grow your audience because you're a chubby gay artist? I'm a chubby gay painter, and I'm wondering if you have any tips on growing your audience. Thanks. Well, are you good at painting? Private account. Is the question, <laughs> is the question for both of you? No, nope, just for Dipper. <laughs> Apparently, Dipper's the only chubby one here. What did, our, the, what did our text thread say? I think I said, what, am I not chubby either? And he goes, maybe you're not. Wait, an artist? An artist, and I went, or maybe. Uh, what did I say back? Klarna. I don't know. I'm asking. Yeah, you said Klarna. Klarna back. Um, yeah, of course I've struggled to grow. Look, I certainly haven't since I'm not chubby. Let's talk about the three of us at this table and who has a largest audience. Her. The skinny one. The, I'm just kidding. But the one also, on TV. I think that. I don't know. No, she's, I don't think I, I, I'm joking about the skinny thing. I think, yes. Like someone is saying, have you struggled to grow your audience? I appreciate them thinking that I have a big audience. But like Meatball, you would you would honestly say that we're both in the phase of growing our audience to try to like yeah, become a bigger a gr- thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, of course, yeah, it's a struggle. But I think uh, I think I, I don't know. Like to me, if he's trying to if they're trying to put it to themselves like related to themselves, what kind of painting do they do? Like, why it would it have say. anything to do? Right. Like, if you're a visual artist, I don't think it has anything to do with. I that. think I was more upset that he said that you're chubby and I'm not. But oh, so fine. you don't want me to answer it for real? No, it's fine. I mean, it doesn't have any. Uh, his Instagram literally has no. Uh, there's no links to anything. Why are you reading messages from people who you're? Uh... It's on our our podcast <laughs> Instagram. This is his. Oh, there's his painting. How is it? Jackson Pollocky. Hmm. Hard to grow an audience. All right, uh, <laughs> Dipper, where can people find you? I'm at Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram, and it's for chubs only. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the skinny bitches and the white ones. Bye. <laughs> oh, do do forever dog. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.